So hello and welcome to this episode. So a quick disclaimer, this is a three-part episode. So probably this is the first episode. And in this episode, I will be talking about uh, a story of my six-month break from podcasting and the motivation behind why I took the break and how fate is a cruel mistress and why you should trust the process that life is not that bad and my biggest lessons through this experience of the six-month sabbatical and I would also like to share the practices that I adopted during this six-month period such as meditation, journaling, exercising and even cooking and how they have improved the quality of my life. So a few fences around what I will not be talking about in the in this episode, in this three-part episode, is some of the moments are not as bad as they may sound, and yet still some are worse than they may seem, and the context of a lot of things aren't horizontal to everyone, but the underlying lessons are because most of this story I've actually told you are first not environmentally contextual to everyone because the world is big, and most of how we live, the lifestyles that we adopt are also varied and quite eclectic, so... And lastly, the stories are just stories, and as life is just a, a series, a sequence of stories, and some of these moments, they though they might be very horrendous and very deep, should not be taken too seriously, and also should be judiciously analyzed. So I'm about to tell you a story about how my six-month break from podcasting my six-month forced break from podcasting began, and this began from last year. That is when I stopped posting. Or rather, that's when I took the break from posting episodes on on this channel. So the reasons why I did that is going to be made clear in a story, which begins from last year. And this is last year around... October, if I'm not wrong, October towards September. And at that time, I was living an ordinary life. I was just living a peaceful and a nice life, just minding my normal routines and going through the motions of a, a regular and eventful life. And so last year, I got a very interesting opportunity. And this was a business opportunity. And this business opportunity was brought forth by my my bigger brother and i'm really going to maintain a lot of discretion when it comes to his information because i really don't think that he would want to be part of of this story in in a much more graphical detail so he came along and we had a really really nice chat and we went through a lot of business ideas and we settled on a few and with that we actually agreed to go into business and try out one venture in particular. So, so there are concerns for success, and a lot of these concerns actually bring about a lot of anxiety. Anxiety, and with any new venture, there is a ton of anxiety. That's the problem. And sometimes anxiety can be a good thing. Sometimes it cannot be a good thing. And for that particular case and point i think it was quite uh, a welcomed 
welcomed emotion because through the anxiety you actually be able to go through and sharpen a lot of facets that are very very integral when you're starting a new business things such as marketing things such as branding things such as your target market the intricacies of the human resource the financial accounting aspect of the business and all so we went through this this anxious preparation for starting a new business and it actually went well in retrospect i have see i see a lot of positive positive experiences that we gain from starting the venture and the beauty and also the really really impressionable thing that i got from getting into business with him with my big brother is because he came across as a very very indispensable mentor and my family also did motivate me and generally motivated us into getting into the this this particular business which was really really amazing because having such a support system really really brought a lot of peace of mind and with this peace of mind a lot of ideas flowed and a lot of action was actually taken on the ideas and a lot, and a lot of these ideas actually went to the extent of fruition so when we started it the business actually took off very very spectacularly and we opened up to a new reality we opened up to new relationships we opened up to new people and experiences it was really really wonderful and the lessons and the learning curve was steep and this is not special because for every new venture as i have realized hitherto is because is that there has to be a learning curve for every single venture that you consider of for every single interest hobby or anything that you just take up as a new addition to your skill set so so after a while we ended up opening another business and this was very very important because as the business went on as the first business went went on there there are a few strains that we actually saw and a few constraints rather that we actually saw that would actually force us to diversify in our endeavor and that is why we went into the whole idea of actually setting up another different business and this was quite interesting as well because from the angle that we actually saw it and this was a move rather from the consumer products sector to the consumer service sector and this was very very brilliant move from us as i would say because we actually noticed that there is a lot of inventory management when it comes to products and consumer products running a consumer products business and this is actually very very a very huge blind spot especially if you are getting into such businesses such as opening up a shop or supermarket or anything that has some level of inventory so this is something that we didn't consider when we were planning because from our inept and lack of ineptness and lack of experience prior to opening the business we hadn't con- calculated enough when it comes to inventory but we actually started a second business which was more inclined as a service industry because it was more of entertainment and this was actually a relief because we didn't have to concern ourselves with inventory management which 
was quite interesting but now it came with its own it came with, with it came with its own so this this came with its own set of challenges and brought its set of exciting brought its own set of excitement and which was really really amazing and it went on well for quite quite a while and and this is when the ordeal of rather the demise of the downfall began so unfortunately the businesses started going bust and i can say this unceremoniously because most of the unplanned pitfalls actually started becoming a problem and among the biggest of problems was the debts that had the unpaid debts from the unpaid debts from customers had accrued and this started becoming debilitating because most of the income or rather most of the cash flow was not really as it should because most of the held up debts in the customers by the custom by the customers created um, also as 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 a vitusenya zilichangia zingine is the fact that uh, covid-19 aftershocks which was really really stressful i think for everyone covid-19 was quite something that could not be easily swept under the rug which was really really stressful and also as a way to cushion the business i had taken a few loans to pay the rent or the fixed expenses as i would call them and so this loan repayment also became a struggle and because of how big they were or how long they had accrued they actually forced us into going out of business so for me personally i decided to get out of the business and this was actually the beginning of the end for me because i had actually thought that uh, this would be a respite or this would be like a break from that stress but unfortunately this pushed me to a very very horrible spell of depression and so i came back home i sold almost every part of the share that i owned and i came back home so the loan repayment became quite uh, stressful because the people who i owed money like the bank for example and all those small financiers actually started hunting me for to pay back the loan so this actually got this heightened the anxiety and this heightened the depression that i was going through so it took me like a whole month to recuperate and in this whole month i was actually indoors i was actually inactive so i locked myself in my own room and it was very very horrible and i think looking back at that particular time it was also a necessary evil uh, as i would like to call it because without that slump without that dip i would not have actually seen the necessity to claw myself out of depression so towards the end of the depression or as, as it would seem now because i didn't know that that was my way of getting out of, of depression towards the end of depression i actually came across fantastic fantastic resources because that much alone time actually gave me a lot to introspect and a lot to 
to think through exactly what kind of a person I would like to be after that or what kind of a path I would like to chart after that. So the beauty about that alone time, I actually started reading and I came I came across quite uh, indispensable resources as they actually changed how I was thinking and my perception and I would actually attribute to almost 80% of the current state that I am in, the state that I'm in, the centeredness, if I would call it, that I am in right now. So among us, the few authors that I came across, sorry, I would, so the best book that I actually gave me the courage to actually collect myself and to grow out of depression was The Twelve Rules for Life, An Antidote to Chaos. This is a book by Dr. Jordan B. Peterson, who's a phenomenal clinical psychologist. If you have been in, spent quite a few moments. Another book that I actually found solace in is the Meditations of Marcus Aurelius Antoninus, the Emperor Marcus Aurelius Antoninus. It's a really, really fantastic book because this is a book that he actually wrote for himself it was like his own journal so he's actually thoughts on a lot of philosophical issues which are actually very very insightful because issues such as death is issues such as happiness or just living the life of a stoic so if you have not come across this book i would actually like to really really uh, motivate you to actually go and read it even if it's just for leisure it is a very very insightful book because coming from an emperor who had actually everything to actually like um champion for a stoic life it is actually very very interesting to read so when when i was really feeling depressed and really pressured by the material world because for me that is actually what i realized was causing more, much uh, pain at that particular time because i realized that most most of the pressures that actually led me to depression was because i was actually so so much tied up in actually attaining material success as is for everyone i'm sure kilamdon ataka ku make it is how we actually call it so actually reaches a point where you actually feel like you are not there financially and this finances are actually measured in the metrics of material wealth which is actually quite uh the biggest factor when it comes to a lot of depression issues when it comes to youth specifically because most of our cycles actually flaunt material wealth and if you're not someone who's self-aware at a very very mature level you might actually get be drawn by disappointment and frustrations because probably maybe you're not at their par in that level so the meditations of marcus of the emperor marcus aurelius antoninus is actually a really 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 deep book so i've actually done also a, a review of it though not as as uh as extensive as i should have because it's a really 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 deep book so uh and a book review cannot do justice to it because most of most of the contents actually inside should be read and meditated on categorically so if you have not read it please go right ahead and try and read it and really meditate on the words that his emperor sorry emperor marcus aurelius talks about and Another book that actually, or rather another author who, are, who should be, 
should be amongst the lists of your readings, especially if you're going to de- through depression as I was going through depression at that time last year. So um, an interesting author is Nassim Nicholas Talib. And Nassim Nicholas Talib has actually written two books, which you should actually find time to read and which I read, though not as as conclude oh, so so sorry no though not as comprehensive as i should have wanted but time and time again i actually take a few moments to go and and read this book so one of the biggest book is the black swan the black swan talks about things that are not yet things that are not anticipated or things that are always at the blind side because of the cognitive the myriad cognitive biases that we have as human beings and yet these things actually come and happen so the black swan is actually uh, allegorically drawn from the fact that uh, the white swans are too much and they are the only things that we actually see so when you see a black swan it will it is not as as a regular sight as sighting as anything else so that is where the black swan originates from but it is a, actually a very 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 insightful book so for me it actually made sense because while in business or while i was doing business at that time most of the misfortunes were actually from places where i did not anticipate because of the like the human lack of foresight and because of just the fact that you cannot you can never plan 100% so for me while the reason why I also went into depression because I also took fault of everything that happened. But now, while I was reading Nicholas Nassim Talib's book, The Black Swan, it actually shed a lot of light to the fact that some occurrences in life are not, are not cannot be planned for entirely. And some are just merely misfortunes and you should just take them as misfortune, learn from them, just grow muscle from, from such moments. So... And another book by Nicholas, Nicholas Nassim Talib is, the, is a book called Anti-Fragility or The Anti-Fragile. I think The Anti-Fragile. I can't remember the particular title of my head, but it's The Anti-Fragile. Or is it, it just talks about something called The Anti-Fragility. So Anti-Fragility, I've actually talked about it in its own book review. So if you find time, please go to my YouTube channel again and I will put it in the show notes. Go to my YouTube channel and check it out. It's very, very insightful. And also uh, another guru, because I would like to consider him as a guru when it comes to marketing is Seth Gordon. So I actually read a few books of Seth Gordon and The Deep being an example. I have actually done a, a book review on it again. So while I was depressed, I think one of the biggest books that actually made me understand marketing and made me understand personal branding and really really how to present yourself and how to go uh at it while you're working and how to build your brand how to really really set yourself for success is seth Godin. seth Godin is a really really fantastic author and most of his books are actually pragmatic and practical advice so these are things that you can actually take it from the book and directly apply in your life so i read seth, seth Godin's books uh during that phase and they really really helped me rebrand and really set my goals in a very very futuristic way as i might like to put it so i think those are the few others but i have a really really huge itinerary when it comes to books because i'm an avid reader and this has been 
I can say force of I've been forced by the circumstances to become a lifelong learner, which is not something I say with regret because it's something that has really, really saved me a lot of heartache and headache equally because I realized that most of these books were written by people who actually live their own lives with their own principles and they have actually give, taken their time to actually teach us and advise us on things to avoid and things to strongly put down so that you can actually have an easier and a more successful chance in life. So after I read these books, it actually catapulted me to a point where I had to stop whimpering and actually start doing things and start changing the course of my life. And this was quite, quite an interesting moment in my life because when I realized that uh, for you to actually shift your life or for you actually to take the next step, you just have to leave everything behind and leave all the mourning, all the have to leave you just have to leave and stop seeking sympathy even from yourself so the first thing is you just have to be hard on yourself and this hard doesn't mean that you have to beat yourself up in a way or no it means that you just have to accept reality just do a SWOT analysis even if it's necessary so that you can know what small things you can, what small steps you can, the small discipline that you can enact in your life. The small victories also while you start all your getting out of your depression are really, really important for yourself. You should be able to celebrate the small victories and also start doing things that are healthy, things that, such as journaling or writing. Those are things that actually realize that they help put your ideas into concrete and and more structured manner because with journaling you actually express yourself and i know that a lot of people actually don't think that journaling or writing or meditating are things that actually shape your mind because they are more inclined in the metaphysics part so for you to actually convince to take up such things people are always disinclined to actually take up such activities but i actually think they are really really valuable practices that you should adopt the more I did journaling, the more I was able to actually dissect and be able to break down situations and actually see them in a deeper perspective. And the beauty about journaling is actually it led me to actually realize that some of the problems that I had perceived as really, really big problems were just very, very tiny problems. For example, most of the financial mistakes that I did were just very, very tweakable mistakes and journaling actually helped me put it down on paper and actually be able to cement it and be able to anticipate such occurrences in the future. So journaling is a really, really important thing, especially for a mindfulness as a, as a mindfulness activity because it actually gives you time with your own thoughts and the moment that you take your own thoughts and actually put them down on paper you actually be you are actually more self-aware in the coming future or rather in that even precisely that particular moment so i think for, for us even as uh, kenyans we we actually don't really really consider such things because for us we actually perceive them as foreign activities because you can be a Kenya that acts in take your time and maybe start journaling they'll actually look at you with a huge amount of confusion because for them they actually don't see the importance in it because of how the education system portrayed most of these things so for us 
uh, hilariously most of the writing was done for exams and for the academic reasons mostly so for now if you tell someone to actually take it up because i've done this with a few of my friends and when i pose this suggestion to them and tell them that they should at least consider journaling they actually see me as a stranger because for them it's not as practical as they would they it has been sold previously so journaling is actually journaling is actually a really 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 introspective and a mindful activity so you should actually take your time and start writing and the more that you write actually uh, the other pack or rather sorry sorry the other additional advantage of actually writing or journaling just journaling is that you become a better communicator so you actually start understanding how to communicate effectively because now you have you know how to conceptualize your ideas and once your ideas have been conceptualized you know how to package them and actually deliver them in a better and a more deeper way than previously so journaling actually for me was a very very intimate activity and i really really have seen tremendous improvements when it comes to be being just self-aware of who i am being self-aware of how i think and how i act and the flaws that comes with my actions and how inept i was especially when it comes to emotions because one of the things that i didn't actually anticipate when running a business was that uh, a business has more effect to your emotions and your whole emotional intelligence so you're actually predisposed to succeed better or rather you're predisposed to succeed more in business when you have a better and centered emotional intelligence rather than the financial part of it so if you want to really really succeed in business you should actually be able to iron and polish your emotions and how you react when when you are tested because most of what is business is just a myriad and a sequence of tests so and most of this just gets to you because what i realize is that when you start a business this is like your child so you actually take care of it as your child and you're very very passionate about your business to the level of it being like a kin or your own child so when anything happens to it when there is some sense of turbulence it actually hits directly to your emotions so when you're not really really emotionally arranged if i may use that you might find that you your reaction and how disarranged your reaction is is actually what business people call as losses so emotions is actually something that you should keep in check and for me back then i didn't really really relate it directly to the business because for me i knew business was just about sales profits and marketing and other elements of business but not the person the iq the emotional aspect of it so journaling really really helped me to actually be able to know myself emotionally and and as a topic even emotions we as africans or african households we don't actually talk about it extensively because we find it as a weakness and to some extent it is weird because almost every single activity that you do on daily basis are actually motivated and catapulted by your emotional stability for instance so i think we should actually start putting such conversations in dinner tables and we should actually talk more about it to our children so that we can actually save a whole generation and actually improve the generate their understanding of what's real and actually make them just entirely better human beings in general so i think among us the mindful activities that i considered highly was journaling and for me what 
journaling did it actually introduced me to writing now and i think this was also a factor that reading and extensive reading created because for me while i was in that anxiety and and depressive state i actually found solace in reading and so the more i read this and the more i journaled is the more that i the more i created the need for me to express myself and i've actually considered myself as a very very strong writer so at the moment i'm actually writing a book it's called ubuntu it is it is a very 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 intimate process and it's a very intimate odyssey for my own self and i'm actually enjoying this because i'm actually pouring out a part of myself and it's really really i will i'll put i'll put once i am done with it i'll put just uh the, the rough draft and the transcript and in on twitter as a newsletter so that you guys can actually go ahead and see it and review it and be part of my journey which is very interesting so journaling actually led me to writing and writing made me discover parts of myself that i did not know that existed and these parts have really really shaped my character and who i am and my and i feel more grounded because now i actually feel the need to be to be well vast when it comes to the ideas and knowledge that exist so i've actually really really appreciated the art of writing and which has actually also opened me to go ahead and actually know the authors on personal levels because for me i've actually realized that for you to actually truly truly enjoy an immersive experience as a reader you have to also equally know the background and the stories behind writers because there are amazing writers who have stories and one of the writers i can actually quote off the top of my head is victor frankl who has written a book called the, the unsearched for meaning so actually if you go ahead and listen to his story or listen to his life story you'd actually appreciate his writing so I think that's the beauty about writing and for us I'm sure even if even if you're not going to write professionally I would actually urge you to actually incorporate writing in a way as a culture of expressing yourself you would actually learn more through writing than you would through just reading and consuming so that's one of the things that I have actually adopted from that slump of depression So after that I I actually started enjoying the small victories that I was gaining from reading learning and communication and everything actually changed I actually realized that I was starting to have this impetus to actually draw more positive things to my life and through this I actually started re started reevaluating my life for alternatives which would actually help me do it so I really didn't want this episode to go on for very long because I've actually already wasted much of your time but I we'll be going to part 2 of this story and just to introduce the next part of this story is i will be going through the alternatives that i actually sought after when i decided that i really wanted to change the set of things and i will be going through a story of how i went back to school when i was totally broke and why i took 10 years to actually complete my degree and surviving for the first semester in uni with 250 USD so US dollars that is so and i will be going through better more more habits that i actually developed through the process such as exercising and meditating and even cooking as a way of meditation so without further without too much wasting of your time i honestly have had a great time sharing this and i must appreciate you for sticking with me, with me up to this point and i hope i have been able to add value even if it's just merely for entertainment 
and equally if i've not added any value please please i would really appreciate a stand review so just tell me where you find that i might be able to add value in and i will surely take that into consideration so hopefully i'll catch you on the next time and in the meantime tell a friend